Luke 5, verses 1 through 11. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake. But the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and he taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let your nets for, or let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, mm. and their nets were breaking. And they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both of the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What a great, like, just story. This is a great story. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is this is such a pivotal moment. Pivotable. Wow. A pivotal. pivotal. I've had some epic slurring um, in the past few episodes because it's the end of the week, man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so Simon is called and, you know, the mm. first disciples are called. And this is so important. You and I wouldn't be here. There would be no church. Yep. If Jesus you know, had not built this trellis around his ministry and, and trained apostles mm-hmm. and disciples and who'd become elders and pastors who'd raise up others, mm-hmm. who would raise up others, who would start seminaries, who would train, you know, pastors for generations. And so on this rock, on this rock, build my church. <laughs> and, you know, this, this story always like reminds me of Sunday school, like these sorts of things, like the stories that just sound really epic in the ears of a child, um, you know, primarily because they are in fact, epic things that Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Jesus, you know, he goes and he, he teams up with an unlikely crowd, uh, the fishermen. And, you know, like, I think that's actually like pretty applicable to today. Like the, the men of the sea, that's always been a very rough crowd. That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, just, sailor talk, right? Yeah, and that's not to speak ill of our like Christ Covenant members who are you know sailors, um, but that's yeah, right. yeah, cuss like a sailor, <laughs> you know, like, and it, it's still to this day is like even people shrimpers, oil riggers, anyways, not to belabor that, but it's a it's a motley crew, and you know they they help Jesus uh, make a little makeshift podium out in the water with his boat. And then Jesus performs this, this awesome miracle where, you know, they, they've had tough luck on the waters and Jesus tells them to cast their nets and then the nets can't even contain Mm -hmm. the, the abundance that, you know, he's, he's putting them and Simon, Peter, you know, Peter is, he's a very endearing Bible character or person because uh 
his highs are high, his lows are low. And here in Luke's account, he's the first one to kind of wholesale recognize and devote himself to the ministry of Christ. So what are your thoughts, Jerry, on this passage? No, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's interesting to think about it, like based on what Jesus has been doing so far, you know, he's tempted, Mm -hmm. he was rejected. Um, he, he went and started proclaiming about God's kingdom kind of from those two situations after kind of demonstrating himself as like the promised son Mm -hmm. uh, to come. And, and so he's, he's now he's kind of proclaiming this kingdom. And I feel like here we're seeing a little bit of the abundance of, of that kingdom uh, with, I mean, the nets couldn't, couldn't hold it. It was something out of nothing. You know, these were dry seas Yeah, (laughs) and, uh, and, and he, he gets all these fish. And so there's something to say there about God's kingdom, but, the thing that just seems to be the pinnacle of the story is uh, Simon Peter's response to Jesus. He doesn't even say anything about the fish. Mm. He's just like, mm. I'm a sinful man. Oh, yeah. Lord. It just, he's just like he encounters Jesus as the Holy God. I mean, who else says anything like that except Isaiah? I mean, you were talking yeah. about Isaiah earlier. Yeah. And uh, he recognizes the holiness of God. And what does he do? He, I'm talking about Isaiah. He says, you know, I'm unworthy mm-hmm. and I dwell with an unworthy people. You know, I'm sinful. And, and that's what we see Peter do here. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, that's related to the, the fish situation and the astonishment with it. But I think that that response is right and, and amazing. And, and, you know, it just seems to be like one of the reasons why Jesus wants to, to have Peter be a central figure in this kingdom that he is establishing yeah. um, is, is just that kind of response to Jesus that Peter consistently has. Um, he fails, mm-hmm. but he always comes back to the reality that like, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and Jesus always responds graciously to him. Do yeah. not be afraid. And then he restores him in a sense. <laughs> you yeah. will be catching men from now on. Um, so I just think that is an amazing thing to meditate on and think about. Man, you know, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but later in the book of Luke, there's a story where 10 lepers come to Jesus for healing and he heals them all. And they all go on their way. And then one is like, what am I doing? And he goes back and when he sees that he's made well, he falls down and worships mm-hmm. and gives thanks to Jesus. And it's not a a dissimilar moment here where Peter, you know, like it's a big deal for a fisherman to bring in a net breaking amount of fish. Like Mm -hmm. that's, you know, this easily could have been like, oh my gosh, Jesus, thanks for the fish Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. And we see that happen where like, you know, Jesus feeds the 5,000. He does these amazing things and people are like, oh wow, like thanks, you know, Mm -hmm. but then they, they just kind of wane off. But you're right, Peter, he comes back. He doesn't even say anything about the fish. And he just, he says, depart from me. I am a sinful man, oh Mm -hmm. Lord. He tells Jesus to go away. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Exactly. A very endearing go away. And it's not like, I don't want anything to do with you, but it's like, I cannot have Mm -hmm. anything to do with you. I'm not worthy to have anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. And... Gosh, I mean, those, you know, I, I love um, the, oh my gosh, I can't remember which epi- 
epistle it is, but um, Paul says, so as you receive the Lord Jesus, so walk in him. Mm-hmm. And that to me is just like always such a great reminder of like just to to think of that moment of like your heart posture towards the Lord when you realized who he was and who you truly were and the chasm that he crossed to reconcile himself mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. And just to like come back to that moment and, and you know, this moment with Peter is like an encouragement to me. Like, mm-hmm. is this my, like the Lord has, you know, surrounded me with net breaking fish, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I can't count the blessings of, of God's kindness to me. Mm-hmm. And daily is my response. Like sweet Lord, like, you know, thanks for this home. Like, thanks for this job. That's awesome that mm-hmm. you gave these things to me. Or it's like, Lord, what? I'm I'm a sinful man. Yeah. And then when he says, follow me, mm-hmm. you'll catch men. Mm-hmm. You'll be on my mission. Mm-hmm. Do I just leave everything else behind? That's so right. it's a great, a great check for the heart posture yeah. of receiving God's blessings. As you were saying that, it just was just helping me to see here too. Like in, in a sense, Jesus is like the great, the great treasure. Mm. You know, they, they left all the fish. Yeah. And yeah. In yeah. part because, I mean, they know where the fish come from, right? Like, mm. why wouldn't we follow the one from whom all blessings flow? Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, we should, like, refreshly remember that now. I mean, he's he is the great reward. Mm. To be with him is the great treasure. Yeah. And so let's let's turn to him and trust in him and and not rejoice in, in the blessings only. Yeah. Um, and they left everything. Like, they left their boats. And, yeah. you know, like, they left their nets. Like, mm-hmm. that. That's like the most valuable asset to a fisherman. Yeah. And and if if they had like gotten a little ways down the road with Jesus and realized this guy's crazy, like they they don't even have their boats anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like it was so self-abandoning. Yeah. Like the only possible good outcome would be that Jesus is the Messiah. Because mm-hmm. if if he's not, then everything's wasted. And so it's like, do you live that way? Or are yeah. there things that you're trying to bring with you mm. in following Jesus. Amen. And, uh, you know, it's even like missiologically, it's like, is your yes on the table? Like, mm-hmm. it, or, or are there things where it's like, I'll follow Jesus if he stays in Nazareth, mm. you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. If he stays close to my job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm. I'm convicted. So we better stop yeah. <laughs> before I get any, any more convicted. But, uh, for Jeremy Brooks, this is Will Carlisle and we both really, really hope to see you tomorrow. On our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.